You're listening to the Alpha Man Project with your host, Ted Rice. Would you like to be bigger, leaner, and stronger? Do you want to develop the confidence to go after what you want in life? Or how about becoming the man that women want to be with? It doesn't matter if you're a successful CEO or working 9 to 5. We're here once a week to empower you to reach your full potential so you can live life on your own terms. You deserve greatness. Now it's time to make it happen. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Find it all at alphamanprojects.com. Now back to the show. Be that guy that you want to have a beer with because, yeah, I think when you're happy doing what you're doing and living life in the way that you feel you're meant to live it, you're just easier to get around. You're like, fuck, I'm happy right now. So why am I going to try to act like I'm better than anybody or treat anybody poorly or get defensive or threaten? You right. know? So yeah, that, that's really cool stuff, man. Let's talk a little bit about social media. You gave a killer course on social media and it was for fitness professionals. What can you tell the guys out there? Let's talk about maybe some personal social media stuff and then for just creating an image of who we are, right? Just yeah, getting course. our image out there and then maybe some business stuff as well. Listen, guys, when it comes to social media, you really can't be intimidated by it. I remember a long time ago, I think everyone was scared of email. They're like, man, I'm not doing email. That's crazy. Everyone does email. Then it came to a point in time where, man, I'm not doing text messaging. Everybody texts now. I don't even think my phone has a calling feature on it. I just text so often now. So now we're in the world of social media. If you're scared of it, don't be. You just have to dabble in it and just kind of get used to it because if you're not on it now, you're kind of losing. It's a great way for you to brand yourself personally. It's a great way for you to put yourself out there. It's a great way for you to make friends, get relationships. It's just a great thing in general if you treat it as that type of tool. We all will mention that, hey, you know, it's a kid's thing. Yeah, a lot of kids are on it, but hey, a lot of adults are on it too. 73% of all adults are on social media. They might not be as active or as immature as some kid stuff, but kids are going to use it like kids. And us as adults, as professionals, we're going to use it as such too. So my advice would be, if you're not on it, please get on it. If you're on social media, and when we talk about social media, I'll say Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just be active post things every now and then, you'll be surprised how powerful it is. I was telling Ted this story, but I recently had the cool chance to go speak over in Australia recently. And because of social media, by the time I got over there, the people who attended the conference had done some research and they'd been following me. So I already had, and I'll say it, a fan base. They would come up to me and say, hey man, I'm a huge fan. So it already broke that barrier from a presentation standpoint. From a relationship standpoint, I already had 10 friends that I met in Australia just over social media that I could meet up with, whether have a drink, have some dinner, make connections with, show me around Melbourne or Sydney. So that helped me out on that end. Another cool story is I was just walking down the street in Australia and some random guy just stopped me and said, hey man, you're Frank Nash, right? What are you doing here? I mean, how cool is wow. that? That's just the power of social media is that you have to be on it. You have to be somewhat relevant and be active. It doesn't have to be a picture of you having a beer with your friends on a boat. It could just be like, hey, uh, you know, I'm having Christmas dinner with my family. I wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Something as simple as that. You'll be surprised at how many people 
are interested in your life. I'm in a bowling league, guys. Yeah, I'm in a bowling league. You can laugh all you want. I play with a bunch of guys who are a little older than me. They're in their mid-40s, and all of them say they're not on social media. But for some weird reason, every Thursday when we play, they know where I've been or what I've been doing. So they're on it. Everyone's kind of on it, or they're using their sister's Facebook account or their wife's Facebook account. By this time next year, I'm sure everyone will be on it on some level. It's just another form of communication where you can connect and build relationships. Yeah. It's like, do you want to be connected with the rest of the world or do you not? It's really the no-brainer question right there. It's just, like you said, a lot of people have some trepidation about it because they don't want to come off like, I guess it's the same thing like public speaking. You don't want to look like an idiot. You don't want to get the wrong type of attention. You want to... You want people to think that you're cool, but if you want to be an alpha man, you need to do these things. You need, you to, need to do these things. You and, need to do these that, things. On that note, Ted, the beautiful thing about social media is that it's almost like an open book and you can really write or paint whatever story you want. And it's perception's reality. If you want to be that alpha man, you paint and write that picture in social media. It's really that simple. What I see, what I read is really all you're letting me see and read. So you have full control. So you can be whoever you want to be. And that's the beauty of it. And that's a good way to personally brand yourself too. Yeah. So don't be complaining about how your girlfriend is busting your balls or actually, you know what? Let's talk about this. Why don't you give us some do's and don'ts? Let's start with the don'ts. And you position yourself as such. You know, if you want to be that guy who's always complaining about his girlfriend, his kids, his job, man, that's the wrong way to go about it. And that's not being an alpha man. Yeah. Is there anything else? I mean, obviously, there's some probably some types of pictures that you shouldn't put up. Maybe yeah, you taking uh, belly shots off of a stripper's, you know. Yeah. Like I said, when it comes to social media, you're looking to paint a picture and you want to paint it in a classy way. And there are things that you should definitely do. And there are things you definitely shouldn't do. I mean, I don't want to see you at the bar. I don't want to see you with a stripper. I don't want to see you on the boat drinking beers. I don't want to see you with your shirt off flexing. These are all cheesy things that you and I would probably laugh at if we saw somebody. Present and paint a professional picture and always champion your successes in a very humble way. Like, for example, I do want everyone to know that I did a great podcast today with you, Ted. I'm not going to say, oh, man, look how awesome I am. I did this great podcast with Ted, and it's going all over the world. I'm going to say, hey, I had a really great day today. I got to connect with my buddy Ted Rice, and we had a really great conversation. If you guys are free, I'd like you to check it out and just let me know what you think. There's the humble way, which I just gave to you, and then there's the cheesy way, which is I'm so busy. Everyone's knocking down my door. I barely fit in time for this podcast. Listen to it. It's awesome. Definitely, like I said, indulge in humble pie. And you have to let people know what you're doing. Let people know all your successes in a humbling way. Let them know when you travel. Let them know when it's your kid's birthday. Let them know you know, if you got a promotion. These are all really cool things, which are successes in a humbling fashion that you're champion. I want to know about it. Don't tell me about what's not going right. I don't want to know about it. As far as I'm concerned, Ted, all listeners out there, your life is Candyland. So when I do have that impulse to hire you or to get you involved with my company on some level, all I see are cool, amazing things happening in your life. You're drama free. Yeah. So let me hire you. So if you treat it like a business tool, you're going to be super successful. 
if you treat it like a 13 year old high school kid, again, it's going to be exactly what you put out there. Yeah, that's some great advice. And man, should I take down my, I do some shirtless pictures sometimes of flexing. I don't know, man. I I had a body like yours. I'd probably do the same. But with social media, you just have to be consistent. You just have to keep tapping people, letting them know that you're relevant and that you're here. You can't be one of those once a month type guys. Make it part of your viewers daily routine. And that's what we're really trying to do is just before we got on the podcast, Ted, you were telling me about you just went to the beach. I know you went to the beach. I started on Facebook. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, you know, I already knew that. So though people might not be engaging you directly, they're following you. Yeah, it's so true. And, you know, I had someone come up to me the other day, actually a few weeks ago, and she was like, oh, yeah, you know, I've been seeing what you've been doing on Facebook. And she hasn't liked or commented on anything I did. And I was like, oh, okay. So a lot of people do pay attention. And actually, employers pay attention as well. They will go on your Facebook and check out what you're doing. So like Frank said, guys, make sure you have it in order and make sure you're not putting up inappropriate stuff. And by the way, I don't put shirtless pictures up all the time. I just do it to let people know, hey, I'm in shape, you know? Don't just talk about training. Here's a picture of me. I'm in shape. And you're in shape too, Frank. I've seen you, man. Man, you have the coolest video, by the way. Your gym video. I shared that with everybody. It's so freaking cool. And it's so you too. The choice of music, the type, everything. It's accessible, but it's also pretty badass. You know, it was one of those things where with my gym and really with anything I do, I really try to present what my personality, what I like. I'm humble. This is what I think is fun. And I want you to know that I think it's fun too. So whether or not you love it, at least you know that, hey man, this dude's having a good time. He kind of likes it. And I hope it comes across like that. Oh man. Well, I don't think there anybody can watch that and be like, whoa, that was lame. It's like, even if they don't like the choice of music, which I personally love dubstep and house music, as long as it's good, which your choices were the I'm in Miami. What was it? I forget that song about oh, my, Miami. Miami to Ibiza. Yeah, Miami to Ibiza. <laughs> yeah, that was a good song, man. I liked that. I was like, oh, Frank's cool, man. He's down. But yeah, absolutely. And it does come across. You've got some cool ass like kettlebell skull uh, shirt, shirts with kettlebells and skulls on them. But it's yeah. done in a way that's like cool. It's not like death metal or some creepy sort of death metal guy. It's like done in a cool way. Thanks. I've always been an artist. You know, I was that kid in high school who was really not paying attention in class. I was doodling or drawing when I was in school. That was really my passion. And really now my club and my business has become a vehicle for me to do some really cool things like that where I can design my own t-shirts and like do things on my terms. Like, know what? My staff and my team, we're going to wear skull kettlebell t-shirts because it's on my terms. I think it's pretty cool. And I just hope they like it. And luckily enough, people seem to like it. Yeah, absolutely. If you guys like 90s hip hop, which I love 90s hip hop, I grew up on that stuff. You'll like the Frank Nash training system logo because that's Wu-Tang all the way, baby. (laughs) I was definitely inspired by the RZA. No, it was very cool, man. Very cool. Well, listen, let's get into the alpha round. Are you ready? I'm ready, baby. All right. So how can a guy be more alpha in his life? Always be humble, but command the room. I mean, be humble, but don't take shit. It's really that simple. Whatever situation you're in, 
be prepared and be bulletproof. That means knowing your material, you know, whether you're going into a sales meeting, whether you're going into an interview, just have that confidence because that's priceless. If you have confidence and you know that material, whatever it is, you are bulletproof. Nobody can touch you. And wear that on your sleeve, man. It's not cockiness, it's confidence. And I mean, that sells. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome advice. Be bulletproof and know your stuff and be confident, but not cocky. Eat humble pie, but take no shit. I love it, Frank. Whatever you do in life, man, over deliver. Just over deliver. Yeah, that's great advice. So Frank, what's the key to living life on our own terms? If you're lucky enough to find something that you're good at, where you can make some money, I think that's the holy grail right there. I'm still to this day really not a big fan of money and stuff per se, but having money gives you the ability to live life on your own terms. Let's just say you're one of these people that says, man, you know, money doesn't mean anything. Well, listen, if you had a couple million dollars, I don't care if you're giving that money to charity, you're helping more people. If you had $30 million, you can give that to more people. But money really is a vehicle for you to really do what you want. But also, it's a vehicle for you, me, anyone to help more people. And like I said from the get-go, my responsibility and really my obligation and really on this planet is to help people be successful, whether it be through fitness or their professional lives. If money is going to give me a vehicle to open two, three, four gyms and I can help four times the amount of people be healthier, I think that's pretty cool. If having more revenue allows me the ability to help more fitness professionals help their gyms, that's pretty cool too. It's really not about the yacht. It's really not about the mansion. It really is about a vehicle for you to do what the hell you want to do. Whether you know you laying on the beach, whether you helping kids in Africa, homeless people, that's really the key right there is find something that you're good at and that makes you happy and try to find some way to make some money off that. And if it's through helping people, that's the holy grail, brother. Yeah, I love that, man. That was some powerful advice right there. And a lot of people have mixed emotions about money. So, man, thanks for putting it that way. So, Frank, what's the best advice you've ever received from a mentor? The best advice I ever got was actually from Tom. It actually came down to, it was the whole money issue. I was at a conference and he was giving me this whole money spiel. And I remember I grabbed him afterwards. I go, hey, man, I don't believe that crap about, you know, making more money. I just want to help people. And within one line, he sold me. He's like, listen, if you had three gyms, could you help more people? I go, yeah, of course. And he goes, well, you need some money to do that, don't you? (laughs) I'm like, God, man, you got me shit. But again, money's different than stuff. Stuff is the Rolex. Stuff is, you know, the $300 pair of Jordans. I'm not talking about stuff. I'm talking about money is a vehicle for you to do what the hell you want to do. And if it means helping more people like you, me, and a lot of our other friends talk about, yeah. So you can't be scared of money. You just have to understand it. Yeah. More great advice, man. But you can't be scared of money. You just have to understand what it is and also how to use it. Like you said, you can either go out and buy a $300 pair of Jordans or go buy a $10,000 Rolex or Hublot or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. But oh. if you see that and you're like, oh, see, money is you know just for assholes, then you're not looking at it right. Because for every person who's doing that, there's someone out there who's giving their money to a cause and trying to improve the world in a way that they see fit. So figure out what it is that you need to do and then spend your money doing that. That's awesome, Frank. 
Exactly. You know, it's funny, you know, someone would look at someone like Vince McMahon or Donald Trump and say, oh, these guys are assholes. They have all this money. They spend all this crazy money. Do you know how much money those guys give to charity every year? Millions and millions and millions. So you have to start thinking about it from that perspective, too, that money does a lot of good, too. Yeah, absolutely. And don't be afraid of it. You know, yeah. this is this is a whole nother subject, but don't get me going on Lance Armstrong. People give that guy so much shit about cheating. Do you know how much friggin' money his, you know, Livestrong has raised for cancer research? I mean, you know, money's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're kind of running out of time, yeah. so can't do another hour rant, but absolutely, we sort of live in this culture where the media will catch on to one little thing and or maybe it's a bigger thing. Maybe he cheated and like a lot of other people do and people will just go crazy and forget everything else. Forget the whole yeah. context or forget the greater good. Don't be one of those people because I hate reading that shit on Facebook. Yeah. Hey, don't be a hypocrite. Yeah, the guy did steroids, but you know how many people he's helped? So don't be a hypocrite. Yeah, exactly. He only harmed himself in one and he's helping millions of people with the other. So I'm right with you on that, Frank. So Frank, what does it mean to be a man? I tell you what, to be a man, really stand up for yourself. I think everyone listening, you, me, you got to have some shit that you stand for. There's that old quote and see if I get this right. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Have a cause, have a code and just stand for it. Whatever that is, have some values and Nobody likes wishy-washy people. You can't be like, oh, I like this. No, have a cause, have something that you believe in, a belief system, and just stand by it. If you believe in abortion, man, stand by it. If you don't, stand by it. I respect that. I can't respect the wishy-washiness. Have a code, have a cause, and live by it. And I think that's going to make you a man. And that's going to make you more respectable. That's going to make you more confident. Again, that's going to make you more attractive to whoever, you know, whether an owner, employer, a girl. That's sexy, man. Yeah. Having your code and standing by it and being respectful of other people too, but knowing where you stand, standing up for yourself. Yeah. Even if that means saying no or, you know, if someone's feelings get hurt, I love that because there is nothing worse. I got a kid who I've been training and I'm like, ask him where he stands. And it's nothing even as important as abortion. It's like, well, you know, who do you admire in life? Right. And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, who do you admire? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's like he doesn't know. And it's like I beat it into him. And he finally told me Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. But it's like, know where you are, know what you're about, know what you like. Man, I love that advice. I haven't gotten that yet on the show. So thanks for sharing that. So Frank, what are two books that you feel men need to read? One I, I recently just revisited was In Defense of Food. If you guys are having trouble eating and you just want to understand food a little more and what the whole process is, you know, agriculturally or industrial wise, read In Defense of Food. Very good book. Also, you can read anything Gladwell. I think will challenge what you think you know and which I think everybody needs. Outliers is a great one. If you consider yourself an outlier, this will open your eyes to maybe tell you why you're doing things you're doing. Or if you're not an outlier, why you haven't had the success and a lot of times it's not your fault. So Outliers is a great one, but also in defense of food, I just revisited it. It's one of my favorite food books of all time. And it'll give you a little better understanding of maybe why our culture is as fat as it is. Nice. I like it, man. Two great ones there. All right. Well, Frank, thanks so much for being on this show. Where can people learn more about Frank Nash, 
Frank Nash Training Systems and connect with you? Very simple. My website is byfranknash.com. That's B-Y franknash.com it's a direct portal to all my social media and really me and my social media it's just my wacky journey through life it's not necessarily about fitness it's really not necessarily about social media it's just me living my life as an alpha male and doing my thing and come along the journey if you guys want to follow it's a pretty fun journey absolutely well thanks so much for sharing your wisdom sharing your knowledge and most importantly your time frank i really appreciate it and i know that everybody listening just got a ton of value and a ton of inspiration from what you shared today awesome. yeah it was a lot of fun you've reached the end of another episode of the alpha man project connect with us at alphamanproject.com your feedback is really important to us it helps us learn develop and most importantly improve our podcast for you give us a review on itunes and receive a free grocery shopping list and four-week muscle building workout see you next episode